It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist. And today's show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We're pleased you have joined us today because we have a favorite nutritional topic, what to eat to have better moods. It is true. The right foods can have a huge effect on your brain chemistry, on your energy, and even on your emotions. For many people, the daily grind, you know, this long work hours, man, did I have a lot of them last week. (laughs) Balancing work with family is really taking a toll on people. At least one in 10 of us experience stress, anxiety, sadness regularly enough to hamper our quality of life. Well, it hasn't been that for me. I'm feeling great today. (laughs) So not only do your food choices affect your body, but they also affect your brain chemistry. So eating for better moods is really a new concept for people. You know, we typically don't learn about that in therapy. I bet no one learns about that in therapy. Or in treatment for alcoholism, or even from our parents. But research reveals how food influences our brain chemistry, ultimately controlling our energy and emotions. You know, I could go on and on and on about this topic, but let me stop and introduce our co-host, and our guest. First joining us today is Tamara Brown. She's a registered dietitian with a master's degree in public health. She's also our deli detective, and she teaches people how to avoid food chemicals and trans fats at some of the local delis. You know, she gives lists of places that don't have those bad things. And she sees clients in St. Paul, White Bear, all over. So good morning, Tamara. Welcome to good the show. Good morning. Thanks, Star. Great to be here. And she's always in a good mood. (laughs) (laughs) So she must eat right. Oh, exactly. (laughs) No, I'm excited to be here today because, you know, this is a really great topic. Um, Growing up, I had no idea that the right meals and snacks could help to reduce depression and anxiety and help us cope with stress, ease PMS, and even help us get a good night's sleep. And, you know... It's a good thing I learned because I grew up on Pop-Tarts and toaster strudels. But now, as an adult, as I grew up, you know, I didn't think that was probably the best way to eat. And I became fascinated with everything about food, from how it is grown and raised. And I heard that you are actually raising some foods these days. I am. I am helping out uh, on a small farm. And it's been a lot of fun to learn about how food is grown and just get my hands in the process. So you get your hands are getting dirty. So what do you what have you been growing lately there? Well, um, yesterday the garlic was ready oh. and we spent quite a few hours picking garlic heads. And I have a huge stash Ooh. in my kitchen at the moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to digging into that. Oh, great. And so I know you do a you. I mean, you love cooking, don't you? I do love to cook. And she's actually created some new recipes for us, which have uh, very nice. So yes, yes. 
So I love cooking and, of course, eating. And today we are going to talk about and give you some suggestions on what to eat to have better moods. So also joining us today is Kate Crosby. You know, Kate has a wealth of knowledge about how foods affect moods both professionally and personally. And Kate is a nutrition educator teaching many nutrition classes for businesses and community groups. She's also a uh, nutrition counselor at our new office in Lakeville. And Kate, you and I have known each other for a long time, at least about 15 years. And I'm really so happy to have you on staff and to join us today with all your expertise. And nice to have you here today. Thanks, Star. Thanks for the great introduction. I'm really glad to be here today. You know, as I work with clients, so many of them want to have more energy. And I'm always dealing with clients with lots of anxiety. Oh, yes. And depression, it's everywhere. It's like there's an epidemic of anxiety and depression lately. I think it's really important that, though, we look at how you can start eating for happiness. It's pretty simple. It's a different concept, isn't it, it, Kate? It is. To think, I mean, to actually plan how to eat to have happiness. Happiness. Not weight loss, but happiness. (laughs) Everybody thinks weight loss is going to give people happiness. Yes. Not so true. (laughs) You know, there's a a large amount of research that's linked depression and anxiety and other mood disorders to to faulty neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters, those are those chemicals that carry messages between your brain cells. You know, in reality, we have neurotransmitters throughout the brain but most people don't realize that we also have neurotransmitters in our heart, in our gut, in our liver, in our kidneys, and actually throughout our whole body, we have neurotransmitters. And again, as Kate said, those are those little chemicals that jump from one cell to the other so that the cells can talk to one another. And I don't know, we always have a saying that talking cells are happy cells. They're like ladies talking to each yeah, other. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I know if I think, I think if I were having low moods, I would really want to know how I can make these chemicals called neurotransmitters. Now, that's a, that's a given thought, isn't yeah. it? Yes. You would really want to know that. Exactly. <laughs> how can I do that? It's really not that difficult. You know, many people are familiar with certain neurotransmitters because of all the advertising on TV for antidepressants, but I think we all get a little confused and start to believe that it's the Prozac or the Zoloft that's really making that serotonin. But no, antidepressants don't make the serotonin or the, the dopamine. Antidepressants' role really is just to help those neurotransmitters work a little bit better for people. The real, true building block for neurotransmitters, folks, is the protein that we eat. So, Tamara, do we have a caller over there or... We do. Oh, all right. Let's take a tough collar. Okay. Let me take oh. the collar. So again, you know, it's we have to eat. eat we have to eat protein, protein to get our make our neurotransmitters. So as Tamara pulls up the collar, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Well, thank you for having me, and I love your show. Thank you very much. Um, we're we're going through the first thing in our family's gone through. We're putting a nine-year-old aunt into a, a memory care facility. And so yesterday we met with the appropriate people, the head nurse and the physical therapist and the social worker, and I did, you know, she was low on thyroid, so they're putting her thyroid, increasing, regulating her thyroid. But I asked them to what her vitamin D 
level was, and hopefully the doctor will agree to check it. So my question is, what's reasonable to ask of a facility such as a assisted living or a memory care facility in terms of nutrition to, you know, keep my aunt's moods stable and... I mean, that's a great question. It's, uh, I think... You have to keep asking and asking and asking, and I think the things that you already said, get her thyroid checked, get her get get a zinc level checked, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about that, get her vitamin D level checked, you know, make sure that she's eating protein five times a day, um, get, make sure that she's taking omega-3 fatty acids. I mean, just some of these very basic things can really make a huge difference in people's memory. Uh, I mean, in the show, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but uh, those are just some things. And I think, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I know, Tamara, you're seeing some people at actually a, a memory center or at a, a facility that that helps people um, when they're not able to live on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, I, are you finding, too, that you, people, they just have to insist that some of these tests be run and... Yes. You'd have to get in there and advocate, right? Right. I think so. And even if you can have small changes, you know, even one time a day can make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Kate, do you have any more to add to that? You know, that's the basic bottom line is keep asking and insisting. Mm -hmm. All right. They did mention that they're giving her multiple vitamin and off-the-shelf multiple vitamin. And so I'm almost tempted to buy one of the products from your office and bring I, you know, it in there. Yeah, I think one of the ones that we have, and because the other thing, if you're if she's getting some, uh, you know, if she's getting some extra zinc, perhaps, or if she's getting some omega threes extra, you know, you need a vitamin that has a lot of B vitamins in it, like a multivitamin. And I I don't know, we have one at our office that's called Twice a Day. And that's that's all it has in it. Basically, is a high level of B vitamins, okay. and it's in a capsule, and it's easy to take. So okay. you know that that's my my opinion anyway is to get a multivitamin with a lot of B vitamins in it. Yeah, they did say she's getting B twelve, and she's also experienced some dementia. Okay, so is she getting B twelve shots? Um, I I don't know if it's a shot or a capsule. Okay, so if if it's not an you know a shot, then perhaps you make have to make sure that that B twelve is a like a sublingual B twelve because otherwise maybe her body won't break down a typical B twelve capsule very well. Okay, um, you know we need certain things to activate B twelve, and and the kind of B twelve that people take is really important. Okay, so keep working on it. All right, thank you. You're doing Thanks great. Thanks for your call. And it looks like, ladies, it's time for a break. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. So many nutrients play an important role in having good moods. Even low zinc levels can leave you irritable, angry, depressed, and craving sugar. Food sources mm-hmm. of zinc would include <clears throat> beef, crab, egg yolk, oysters, chicken, lamb, pecans. When we come back from break... Tomorrow we'll share other body signs of low zinc levels and an easy test for zinc deficiencies. So if you have questions today about uh, moods or memory, 651-641-1071.
If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Before break, Dar mentioned low zinc levels can lead to irritability, anger, and depression, along with intense sugar cravings. Some other body signs that may give you an inkling that your zinc level is low can be loss of taste and smell, fingernails that are thin and peel or have white spots, hair loss, recurring colds and bruises. If you are having any of these symptoms, stop by one of our offices for a quick zinc taste test. And we also have a little saying at work about zinc, one other amazing effect about zinc. Zap your anger with zinc. (laughs) (laughs) I like that, Tamara. If you're deficient in zinc, though, we recommend supplementing with a good quality zinc. Most people need between 30 and 50 milligrams a day. And we've got zinc available both in a liquid form and also in capsules. And, you know, we were just talking on break that sometimes the liquid will get the level up quicker because Mm -hmm. it gets absorbed a little bit better, so... So anyway, and remember, everybody, that zinc really comes from meat and and things like that. So, so you know, and we were talking before we went on break about how to get better moods. And so what we always say is, we have to say, <laughs> so where's the beef? Or where's the chicken? Or where's the salmon? It is so surprising how difficult it is to get, especially women, to eat mm-hmm. protein several times a day. Have you guys found that true? You know, we say Mm -hmm. you have to have protein five times a day. They go, what? What? Yeah. And then because we want to get their energy up and we want to get their moods up. Mm -hmm. And it is so difficult. And then have you noticed that, you know, they'll start out that way. Great. And then Mm. they'll come back. Well, I don't eat protein for my snacks. Yeah. <laughs> that snack protein. That's but I'm hard. not feeling quite as good as I did the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we all have extra stress at times, and often, especially if it is work stress, it often demands us to rev up and be extra focused. So for most people, if they need more brain energy, they need to turn to eating about four ounces of animal protein for at least two meals, and even better, three meals each day. And even more sometimes, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. I can tell you personally, this works. You know, in the past, I was a vegetarian, and my moods weren't the best. Uh, Ask my husband. I was... (laughs) Pretty uh, up and down with my moods. And and 
probably more importantly, my energy was just flat. But what a change it's been since I eat meat. But, you know, tomorrow my body, as, as Dar was saying, some people need more. Well, my body and brain actually requires even more than the four ounces two to three times a day. And then I feel great and I'm focused. I've got great moods, a really good sense of well-being. I'm even a better listener. And as my kids will tell you, I'm always encouraging them to eat more protein. So I don't know. When I'm out with Kate, if we're at the park <laughs> or someplace around, she always has, you have my chicken protein. breast, yes. pro, you know, some you know, pieces of beef, you are always eating protein. It's in and my you, car right now. Yeah. And you have great energy now. Yes. And I've totally never different. seen you in a bad mood. Uh, yeah. It's great. It's, it's just amazing the difference. Much improved. So well, I guess people, it's like we have to ask the question, how does protein pep you up? Well, here's the chemistry. Protein breaks <clears> down <throat> into amino acids, and the amino acid called tyrosine Heightens brain chemistry. You know, let's let's give a little a little more uh, chemistry here. You know, when you eat a piece of turkey at Thanksgiving time, it makes another neurotransmitter, doesn't it? It makes tryptophan. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you, another neurotransmitter that is made when you eat meat is tyrosine. So if you are fatigued and generally under a great deal of pressure and stress, tyrosine can actually help. You can get tyrosine either from meat, eggs, fish, cottage cheese, or you can actually buy it in a supplement form. You can buy a supplement called tyrosine. And I have found a special kind of tyrosine to be the most effective. It's called anacetyl-L-tyrosine. And the anacetyl means you don't, it doesn't need to go through an activation process in your body. It's already been done for you. So for many, it increases focus and it lifts moods. Uh, you know... What are some other, you know, we talk about neurotransmitters, but there's a lot of other things that we need to talk about as far as nutritional factors for good moods. Well, remember that song, Dar, that Bobby McFerrin song? I do. Don't worry, be happy. Yes. Well, the be happy is because B vitamins help to regulate those three key neurotransmitters, serotonin and dopamine, norepinephrine. You know, studies show that nearly a third of depressed people lack sufficient folic acid. That's just another B vitamin. I mean, isn't that, just say that one more time. Studies are showing that nearly a third, that's a lot, of depressed people lack sufficient folic acid. That's that B vitamin. Blue Mm -hmm. moods have been linked to low levels of B12 and B6, thiamine and riboflavin, also all B vitamins. It's just amazing. It is. A, such, it's something simple. as simple as that that makes people feel depressed. Yeah, and I love that saying, Kate, be <laughs> happy, be vitamins. That's such an easy way for people to remember, remember it. it. Right. Yep. That's great. So Kate just talked about how good foods can help your moods. And for breakfast, what could you eat to help your moods? Well, what about two organic eggs? which supply the building blocks for neurotransmitters, and then add a little bit of spinach for the folic acid and a little piece of chicken sausage for the B12. And there you have it, a formula to be happy. So, you know, that's a simple thing. Is, and that's why I think that the people that start out are with our ideas on breakfast, eggs, feel better, vegetables with some green vegetables, <laughs> kale, spinach, and I know it's 
far-reaching for a lot of people. That rather spinach rather than that cereal, yes, spinach rather than that cereal if you want to be happy, and then some butter, and it's good to go. You know, I think it's pretty well known fact that fish fights depression. And a recent Finnish study found that people who ate fish less than once a week were 31% more likely to feel depressed and more frequently than fish eaters. So salmon, sardines, and mackerel are full of omega-3 fatty acids, and research has found that omega-3 fatty acids actually increase your brain volume. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting, Hmm. isn't it? There's, there are just so many studies about the positive effects omega-3 fats have <clears throat> on the brain. In fact, omega-3s have been shown to possess the antidepressant qualities. You know, a study reported in the Journal of Clinical Geriatric Medicine in 2010 found that declining levels of omega-3 in older adults can contribute to the development of an aggression or anxiety, depression, dementia, and a whole variety of other mental health conditions. So tomorrow, I think, what should we do? Should we take a quick break before we get into more discussion about, uh, you know, omega-3s? Yes. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and I want to point out a couple of great classes going on in July. We have Balanced Foods for Balanced Moods July 21st in St. Paul and July 31st in Wyzetta. And we're also teaching Stressed Out, High Anxiety, Real Foods, The Answer in Cambridge, and that's July 20th, and at our White Bear office on July 28th. These are two-hour classes, great information, great teachers, and the cost is only $25. So if you want more information about these classes, you can call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. And if people have questions today about moods or they have questions about, you know, depression, so give us a call at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing of Nutrition. I am Tamara Brown, registered dietitian, and I am here with Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor and educator, and Dara Kvist, licensed nutritionist, and we are discussing what foods give you good moods. Extensive research has been published about the importance of eating fish high in omega-3 several times a week or taking an omega-3 supplement. You know, a recent research uh, study published just this month in the Journal of the American College of Nutrition found that older women with depression reduced their depressive symptoms when they took sufficient omega-3 supplements. Omega researchers found that it was 1,670 milligrams of EPA and 830 milligrams of DHA showed significant improvement in these depressive symptoms. In fact, we have a supplement in the office that's a liquid, and one teaspoon of this uh, omega-3 fish oil is nearly equivalent to those figures. Just one teaspoon. That's all it takes. And, you know, it tastes good, doesn't it? Totally. And it it would be so easy for for older people who may not like pills to take a liquid. Yep. And, you know, to just have a little more insurance, Mm -hmm. I would say take two two teaspoons a day. Yep. You know, one will work. So, should we take a few callers? Yes. So, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hello, are you, 
Yes, good morning to you. Oh, good, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I am doing some cooking for someone who is having mood issues because she's no longer able to take estrogen due to breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And so now, now that she doesn't have the estrogen, it's really impacting her mood. And I'm wondering what ways, what supplements, and what kind of food might help offset the lack of estrogen that she can't have. Well, I think that a couple of things here to make sure that she's getting sufficient proteins, you know, several times a day. I think that makes her neurotransmitters, and that's going to help her moods and energy level, and also it's going to support her immune function. And, you know, if she's if she's a person that's had cancer, I certainly would re- recommend eating organic and grass-fed if possible because you want to make sure that you're keeping all the residue of antibiotics and hormones out of her food now for sure because obviously it must have been an estrogen-based type of cancer and so you want to make sure that it's not coming in on a food source for you and you know another thing is I would certainly do a lot of uh, vegetables you know some that are like we call green vegetables you know the 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 green leafy vegetables you know like even like green beans broccoli and all those all those things brussels sprouts and all those types of vegetables but then i would do something that had a little more higher carbohydrate vegetables such as you know sweet potatoes or peas or things like that so that that she has the energy through the day and they taste good and then you've got to add healthy fat i mean you've got to add olive oil and butter and you know, avocados and all those things. And that's going to help her whole system work better. And and I think that's going to restore her own hormone level as fast as anything. I don't know, Kate, do you have anything additional to add? Well, here's a couple of other ideas. Of course, add omega-3s, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and then a supplement that is, is an omega-6 supplement called GLA, uh, right. gamma-linolenic acid, certainly would be ideal for her um and that sort of helps her ovaries function a little bit better um, she doesn't have any ovaries she doesn't have any ovaries okay well it'll keep her skin healthy and uh more supple so that would be a good idea so uh you know again you know coming back with b vitamins so that you're she's adding everything possible that's going to help her feel better so I hope that helped. Uh, any other kind of questions? That how much omega three is the is like a really good therapeutic dose? Uh, Kate, go a ahead. A lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the study that I just quoted, you know, we're up to um, oh, it's about two thousand milligrams of fish oil. So and I would say at least yeah, two or three thousand milligrams of fish oil. You know, I at my age, I always take four thousand. Mm-hmm. I take two gel caps in the morning and two at night, and okay. that's kind of a minimal dosage. And sometimes I take six. Yep. It just kind of depends on, and that keeps my brain functioning the best. So, mm-hmm. but I'm glad you're doing some cooking for her. That sounds great. <laughs> and um, hey. you know, the, the the true answer is real food. It's going to be the thing that gets her going better and better and heal her Mm -hmm. immune system best. So it's really critical that she's getting that, you know, five times a day at least. So, Thank you. And do you recommend any other supplements like 
5-HTP or GABA oh, or... Oh, I, sure, on an individual basis, we certainly would. Uh, you know, 5-HTP makes more serotonin in your system. It's the building blocks for serotonin. And certainly, we would, we would you know, and, and, you know, maybe that would be right for her and maybe it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just have to, you really have to be working with a person individually to know what's going to make the most sense for that person. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Great call. Thank you. So, tomorrow, should we take question. another caller? Absolutely. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi there. Hello. Hello. Turn your phone. Yeah, we're going to have to have her turn your radio yeah, down. Yeah, turn your radio off. Yep. Hello, ma'am. Okay. We'll skip over and there. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hello. Good morning. Hi, um, is cod liver oil considered an omega three? It mm. is. And it is. okay, good. And but you, there should be a limited amount of uh, cod liver oil that you take. And most people cannot get enough uh, omega threes by just taking cod liver oil, because cod liver oil, I always think of it as this is a great source of vitamin A. And but we don't want to get too much vitamin A, and so. I usually recommend whatever the dosage on the bottle says on cod liver oil. Sometimes it says a teaspoon. Sometimes it says a taste, tablespoon, depending on the brand. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't <clears> do more than that. And then supplement with a real omega-3, you know, an EPA, DHA, a real one. And then you've got both areas covered. You've got okay. your vitamin A, and then you also have the omega-3 covered. Okay, thank you. Yep, mm-hmm. good questions. Thank Gosh. you. Good questions. Mm-hmm. Should we take one more? Okay, fine. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi, good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, this is Linda. <laughs> you lost me before. Sorry oh, about that. Oh, hi, Linda. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, I'm calling. I have four children. Two of my children are diagnosed with schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to hear what you have to say about that, as well as supplements with the kind of narcotics and medications that they're on and how that can work together or does it work together. And if you've had any interaction with the medical field in whole foods and supplements and schizophrenia, if you could... Oh, you're doing a good question on us this morning, aren't you? Sorry. <laughs> I need vitamin Bs after listening to this and having them as schizophrenic children. <laughs> well, you know, I think the thing that you have to, the first thing you have to look at is omega-3. But I would look at a omega-3 that was a special kind of an omega-3, and it's called DHA. And DHA is actually from algae that the fish eat. And that seems to match up with our brain better than any other kind of omega-3. And that's, so you want to make sure that they have good function and structure in their brain. And that's the DHA adds function and structure to the brain. Mm. And so I would do that, and I'd probably do it at a pretty high dose, you know, like, you know, either three to six a day, which is uh, 600 to 1,200 milligrams of DHA a day. And then, you know, the other thing you have to do is, you know, you have to look at B vitamins. I mean, that's the other critical variable when you're looking at someone with schizophrenia. And then, you know, you have to look at what they're eating. 
And Kate, I don't know, do you want to talk about gluten maybe a little bit as far as... Well, I, I think there is a huge connection uh, between people with sensitive brains, like people with schizophrenia, and um, gluten sensitivity. And, and it w- might be wise for you to cut out the gluten sure. for all your family, mm-hmm. um, just to make it easy. Mm-hmm. Um what about their medications? And I mean, there are a ridiculous oh. amount of medications. One son's up to twenty pills a day, which is oh wow. And I, I can't. I'm having a hard time trying to navigate that with the doctors. You know, they're not listening to me. That I don't want him on that much, and that I don't believe that's necessary. So there's, I, I know it's complicated with schizophrenia, yeah, but it is. And I think the the only thing that I can say is, you know, if if we were working individually with one of your children, uh-huh. that we would try to work with a psychiatrist in conjunction, so that we can, you know, help the the food and the nutrition can help balance out the brain chemistry, so that he actually needs less and less medication. And that's now, kind of do how, you work with the, uh, any psychiatrist? Have you had we any would be happy luck to work. That? I mean, we would be happy to work with people. Okay. And I think it's, I think most, I, I think a lot of psychiatrists have an open mind about this, and that they're willing to work with people. And they, they, they're just their goal is to help people get better and be able to function in this life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can work with anybody that would be willing to and open minded, and I think most people are. So are they? Wow. Well, I, I, yeah, that's good. <laughs> we, are, we, we are positive people. <laughs> I like that. I need that in my life. Okay. Um, the, now, the D-H-A-E. D-H-A-E? No, D-H-A. D-H-A at any uh, health food store? I'm not sure at your No, you have to make sure that it is a D-H-A that is L-G-based. LG-based, yep. okay. And some have, some of them have it, and some of them don't. Oh, okay. That's oh. good to know. We sell okay. it at our in our offices. Um, okay. And it's a really tiny pill, which makes it pretty easy to take. Yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> they can add to their amount that they're taking. Uh, One is treatment resistant, which means anything they've given him has not helped. Well, then oh. maybe nutrition is the answer. That would be great. So, you know, we'd... You know, we'd be happy to work with you, your whole family. So, um, thank you. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Thanks yeah, for thank the you. call. Thanks for the call. So, so we time I to think, take a break. Yep, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, we can't talk enough about how important omega three fatty acids are for good moods and for your brain health. You know, here's a reason I take our omega three supplements morning and night. You know, I know that omega threes exert profound anti aging effects on my brain. And I talked about structure and function, and it supports that, which actually supports my memory, and it gives me good moods, keeps me away from that Alzheimer's. And I see, uh, it's a very simple insurance policy that doesn't cost much. And the thing, the best insurance policy for my brain is a good quality omega-3s. And we'll be back in a minute. If you just realize what I just realized Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I want to share a little more information about omega-3. Are you aware that omega-3 fatty acids have been shown to increase the volume of the brain's gray matter, especially in the regions associated with happiness? 
and omega-3 fatty acids have also been shown to increase intelligence. So we are smarter and happier. Works for me. It certainly must be working for you. (laughs) I want to talk about a couple classes in uh, Lakeville. One's coming up um, this Monday, actually, Foods to Reduce Pain and Inflammation. Kristen will be teaching it. From 6.30 to 8.30, it's a wonderful class. And, of course, we'll be talking about omega-3s there, too. Yes, we will. Um, and in August, we've got a couple classes. Um, on August 11th, that's a Wednesday, Foods to Build Happy and Focused Kids, which is a really important class as we all get ready to uh, get our kids back in school. And on uh, Tuesday, August 24th, I'll be te- teaching Jumpstart Your Metabolism. Um, our classes in Lakeville are wonderful in a wonderful uh, setting. The uh, Green Lotus Yoga and Healing Center is where our offices are, and um, we have a wonderful setup there, wonderful group of people. It I really is. encourage you to come come see us and take some classes or come for individual consultations. It's a beautiful setting. It is. So I want to talk just a minute before we take some more calls about just a little bit more about omega-3s. Um, because I think it's so important. You know, we just talked about how it increases brain matter, gray matter in your brain. It increases, increases brain volume. And it's, you know, we, we know that if you're low, what happens if we're low on omega-3s? I mean, you know? Well, a variety of things, but one thing that can happen is some studies have found that low levels of omega-3 are frequently found in people who have attempted or committed suicide. So just, and I know that uh, there's been a lot of studies done in prisons, and it shows that people that have more violence and more aggression mm-hmm. have low levels. Low moods. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's some really remarkable <clears throat> results um, have been shown in the studies of omega-3s in the treatment of patients with bipolar disorder. Which that's another seemingly epidemic these days. Absolutely. Yes. Diagnosed over and over. You know, in one study, patients supplemented with 9,600 milligrams of omega-3s daily. Now, that sounds like a lot, Kate. But, you know, you can break that down, and it's three teaspoons of that liquid. Okay. Not so bad. (laughs) They showed significantly um, longer periods of remission than the placebo group. So basically, what we're saying is for good moods, you got to eat salmon or sardines daily or take a really good quality fish oil supplement. Yes, and because we always talk about how important food is, we always think try to get it in food and then supplement. But don't, you know, so start enjoying uh, sardines. Absolutely. (laughs) So should we take a caller? Absolutely. Okay. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Good morning. All right. Turn your, turn, turn your radio off, please. Hello? Yes. Good morning to you. Hi. Hi my there. Kathy. Hi, Kathy. And um, my, I'm a little complicated, but um, approximately about 10 years ago, I was diagnosed with mono, and I was pretty much bedridden with that for like a year. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it turned into, well, I was diagnosed then with uh, fibromyalgia and IBS. Yep. That's kind of, we hear this story often when okay. we are working with people. And then about three years ago, I noticed my fatigue was getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. 
And I finally realized it was after I would eat certain foods. Yes. Um, anything with sugar in it. Of course. Just uh, brings on a lot of pain and fatigue. <clears throat> yes. And I think that that's something that a lot of people don't realize, that sugar brings on fatigue and pain. Oh, okay. Now I think you, that's a perfect thing that you've learned. Yeah. So what else have you learned? Well, I learned that I can't eat anything with gluten. I yes. can't eat anything dairy. Yes. And that's a lot of things. So who taught you all this? Well, I had to learn on my own. Oh, well, you mm. could have, you know, if you'd have been with us, we could have taught you that three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, well, my doctor couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Yep. Because I'd go in there crying a lot because I felt so terrible all the yep. time. But you feel better now that you keep the sugar and the dairy and the gluten out of your diet, don't you? Yes, but um, like a couple of weeks ago, I had some watermelon, mm-hmm. and I was sick from that for two weeks. Well, you know that watermelon is very high in sugar. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so a serving of watermelon is a half a cup. Well, okay. who eats Oops. a half a cup? <laughs> I mean, right. you know, I just don't buy it because it's too tempting. Yeah. You know, I think you, that's... You know, cantaloupe, on the other hand, is much lower in in sugar content so that you can eat more of that. Okay. So you've learned a lot, haven't you? Yeah, but I'm still trying to figure out things I can eat and what I can't. Um, my dietician gave me a list of some things. But it's... You know, come, you know what, come to one of our classes or, you know, even the pain and inflammation class or just come in as an individual person because... What we do is we write down exactly what's going to help you have more energy and feel better. Okay. And we had hundreds, no, not hundreds and thousands, but we've got a lot of recipes oh, that are okay. good. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like chicken wild rice mm-hmm. soup, uh, you know, a beef stew. I mean, chili. chili. I mean, things that are going to work well in your system. Okay. And then get bridge you over this next part because you've learned a lot on your own. Right. And I congratulate you. Not mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. learn that. So great question. And, um, you know, e- e- that's why we have all the information, all the classes, so that if people don't want to do an individual consultation, they can come into a, they can go to a class. Kate, you were going to say something. Well, I'm just wondering, are you, are you eating five or six times a day? No. That, that might help right there. I, sometimes I'm just afraid to eat. Okay. Uh-huh, because of your reaction. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, come in for an individual consultation because yes. then we can help you fix that. And yeah. how would I go about setting something like that up? Let me give you the phone number, 651-699-3438. Okay. And then wherever you live, they'll they'll find a person closest to your house oh, for, okay. for your time. That'd be great. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm not sure if we have time for another caller quickly. You want to take it quickly, okay? Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Yeah, hi. Um, Actually, I have two questions. One I just thought of after your last person's question, but uh, the question I came up with was, you you haven't mentioned tuna. Is tuna a good omega-3 fish to eat? Certainly. Yeah, yeah. I just wouldn't eat it more than a couple times a month or so just because of the mercury level. But yeah, omega would be a great, I mean, tuna would be a great source of omega-3s. Right. As is mackerel and other high-fat fish like Mm -hmm. that. Sure. Okay. And the second question is, um, I've heard dark chocolate is good for you, but you were talking about how sugar is not good for you. That's right. Basically, what's what's a good idea for, you know, if you want to eat dark chocolate but not get a lot of sugar, just read the label basically. 
read the label, one ounce, and yep. buy an organic dark chocolate, and it's one ounce. And that should be okay for you, and it's going to have good fat and much less sugar in it. Those are great questions, sir. Thank you. Thank you for calling Thanks, us. Yeah. So I think it's kind of it comes right back to having good moods. You know, it's like you have to eat five times a day, and that, isn't that terrible? It's great. <laughs> Include that so, protein. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Thanks Tamara. Tara. Thank you. Have a nice weekend. Yep. Let the morning time drop all its petals on me. Life, I love you. All is groovy.